You're listening to Let's Talk About Fatherlessness with host Sean Tice, where we talk about leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. Hey, my name is Sean Tice, and this is Let's Talk About Fatherlessness. Excited to have you back with us. Uh, today, I have a friend on with us. His name's Mark Hancock, and he is with Trail Life USA, an exciting organization. I'm going to go ahead and let you, Mark, tell, tell about uh, your organization, tell you about yourself, and then we'll dive in to talk about, about fatherlessness. Yeah, that's great, Sean. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, you're 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 a good friend. I just any time I get to spend with you is is wonderful. So I'm glad I get to hang out with you and we'll let just people kind of listen in. But Trail of USA is a Christ-centered, boy-focused character leadership and adventure organization for boys from kindergarten all the way up through twelfth grade. Uh, we're in one uh, over a thousand churches across the country, uh, fifty thousand members. And they're in the outdoors doing camping and hiking and uniforms and handbooks and advancements and patrols and troops and all those things. You may say, well, that sounds an awful lot like Boy Scouts. You say, well, there is some similarities, but there are two things that make us really different. One is we are Christ-centered, and the second is we're boy-focused. We believe that boys and girls are different. I know that's a radical thing to say today, but Trail Off USA, if those two things are important to you, the Christ-centered approach and the boy focus, um, Trail Life is, is an outstanding opportunity for boys. We have 15,000 volunteer men across the country in this kind of tribe, this brotherhood that's intent on making a difference in the next generation because boys are in trouble uh, in, our, in our culture today. When you be, begin to dig into where it is that they are, uh, they really need some help. Uh, one in four now doesn't have a dad in the home. I know that's part, that's part of part of the issue and part of what you you like to talk about. And so Trail Off USA, we provide dad likes. Uh, you know, we don't have dads. We have thousands of men in the program who don't have a son in the program, but they're there because they want to be a dad like for a boy uh, who needs a dad. So love to be talking about you about that stuff today. And uh, that's 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 my overview of Trail Life for your folks. I think what you do is so so important. I mean, I look as you're talking, I'm thinking about going back in my story, you know, I had my grandfather up to, I was 12 years old and then he passed away, but he would work on his car and I would work on his car with him. And that was, yep. you know, manly things that, you know, that we did, he played baseball with me. And then I, then after that, I had a youth pastor that uh, came to our church when I was in seventh grade. And then he took me camping for the first time, um, took mm. me backpacking. I had never even thought about doing that stuff. I mean, maybe it was, I saw it on TV, but I thought, ah, I'd never be involved in that. I grew up in the city part of where we were at. We had mountains all around us in central Pennsylvania. And so he took me up into those woods with a couple other guys and I stayed in the tent for the first time. And we, we mm -hmm. had a fire and I mean, it's such an experience. And the reason why I say that is because it was so important for me to be able to be part of that. And then I had another guy that took me hunting with him and he would just take me along and go hunting with me. And, and so those things really helped develop me. Um, and I'm thankful for them. And so I, I really appreciate what you do because you are helping your organization is helping people or kids be able to learn about the things of the outdoors, learning, mm -hmm. being in the woods. And why, why do you think that's so important for a, a kid to have those opportunities? Well, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you why is, is we're not an adventure organization that's having a Christian experience. We are at our core, a Christian ministry that uses the outdoors. If, and if there was a better way of turning boys into godly men, I would be doing that. But the outdoors is this amazing place for turning boys into godly men. And the boys are, are naturally drawn to risk and adventure and those sorts of things. And in, in a male-centric environment, which is what we provide for boys, they're around godly men. And that's and so they get to, we let boys be boys. And, and so they're identifying with 
good and godly men, which in the culture today, they have so few men, you know, uh, what is it? You know, like with the one in four boys without a father, boys in, in, in everywhere that they, everywhere they're going, they're encountering female leadership, whether it's at school where 76% of the teachers are female or their, their Sunday school where 80 something percent of the, the teachers are female. So girls have tremendous models of female leadership. Boys lack in that. And the outdoors gives this great male centric environment for adventure that, that, that really speaks to the heart of boys learning new things. And instead of having to Google how to start, a fire wet leaves boys are looking up to the happening you, you talked about uh working on a car with your grandfather and those are the, those are the sorts and that's where boys grow and that's where men grow not face to face like here i'm going to teach you principles of being a man men and boys really develop relationship and grow together side by side whether it's turning a wrench or taking a hike or are uh, surviving a, a particularly rainy night <laughs> in the tent in the outdoors. Those are the sorts of things that where boys are being drawn up into what it means to be to be a godly man. And uh, you just don't find those 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 opportunities for boys. So in, in trail life, uh, uh, we love providing that and, and pointing to other organizations that give uh, boys an opportunity to be around men. So for people that have never um experienced trail life what, what what happens so how do you you know just talking to a single mom or a church that's interested in starting something like this what, where do you start like how do they get involved and then what does it look like for that kid yeah that's a great question at traillifeusa.com traillifeusa.com two l's in the middle you can you can, you can uh, I think it's called Get Connected. You click on that tab, and you can find a troop. There's a map of the United States. You put in your zip code, and it shows you the troops that are nearby. And you can click on them and get information from them. Uh, and or also you can start a troop, and it takes five adults. Uh, we we charter through churches. We're an outreach of that local church. We're not a group that's just meeting in their basement. We are a ministry of that church. The church owns that troop. And so you can start a troop in your church or you can find a troop in your area, but typically they're going to meet once a week uh, in the evenings and they're going to, they're going to gather together and, and do the pledges and the oath and the announcements. And then they're going to break up into the patrols. Remember it's kindergarten through 12th grade. So we have them broken up into age groups and they'll be working on their badge work or learning a skill or, or, or something like that, or, or, or a value they'll be working on. And so that's that's the typical troop meeting. But then usually once a month, they'll go out and they'll do some sort of outdoor adventure, whether it's whitewater rafting or camping or zip lining or those kind of things. And so we're getting boys in the outdoors. So they're using the skills that they learn in those meetings and then going outdoors and 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 applying those skills. So it's not just all educational. It's it's, it's experiential in the outdoors. And then usually over the summer, there's a, there's a longer, what we call a summer adventure, which may be a week long where they do a, a long uh, canoeing trip or uh, a backpacking hike here and take a mountain or or go to some sort of a, an adventure camp together and th things like that so it does create this whole uh, new social uh, connection for boys, a group of boys and men. Uh, you know, the men in our organization form these great bonds because they're doing this really cool stuff outdoors together. So it's a pretty, pretty neat environment to, to be in as a boy or, or as a man alongside other men. What would you say to a single mom that's hesitant about sending her son off to a, an organization like this? I'm sure you get those questions like, I don't know, I'm kind of <laughs> nervous about having him. What would you say about that? Yeah, I speak at a lot of uh, homeschool conventions and I and uh, always having single moms who come and say, I don't have a husband. What do I do? I said, hey, this is perfect for you. And I remember being in Virginia after an event, we had a campfire outside and people were just sitting around gathering and a, 
And a woman came up to me. She says, I need to thank you for all the work you do in trail life. She said, uh, my husband uh, died 10 years ago and left me with a two-year-old son. She said, I cried out to God that I would, that, that my son would be surrounded by godly men as he, when he got older. And she says, now he's 12 years old. He's a navigator in Trail Off USA, and he is surrounded by these godly men, and my husband would want me to thank you. And I said, man, that's powerful stuff. So we have in our program, uh, like I said, a lot of a lot of dad likes. Uh, I, was, I was out in Texas not too long ago with a troop master and with a gathering of trailmen, and he started pointing out boys saying, hey, you see that boy over there? I said, yeah. He says, he doesn't have a father at home, so I've connected him with that man over there. I said, that's amazing. He said, yeah. So he makes sure that he has what he needs for his meetings. Um, he has an extra pair of dry socks for the next. Some of the things that are important. Get, does he have his handbook? Does, all the things that I did for my sons when we were participating in these things, he made sure that there was a man there for that boy. And then he pointed out a second boy and said the same thing. And then a third one and a fourth one. I'm like, who are you? And he said, when I was nine years old, my father passed away. And I remember making a promise to myself that when I was growing up, I was going to make sure that every boy had a dad like somebody who helped to show him the way. And because, because uh, my mom placed me in an organization where we're surrounded by dad likes, and I wanted to do that same thing for other boys. I thought, man, that is such powerful stuff. So of course the moms are thrilled because where are they going to go for this kind of, uh, yeah. of leadership, you know? And uh, so trail life, uh, we have a lot of men in trail life. Like I said, don't have a boy in the program, but they're there to, to make sure that other boys have what, what they need. That's wonderful. And that's comforting to, to single moms. I'm sure they can have a, a dad figure because we, we've had so many single moms tell us while we've traveled and spoken in churches across the country where they would they say, I can't find anybody to spend time with my kid. And yeah. nobody nobody spend time with them. Nobody cares about them. And an organization like this helps connect that to men that yeah. purposely are there and they want to be involved. And so oh. I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, well, that's so difficult in our culture today. What are you going to do? Find some man and say, go hang out yeah. with him? It's just, it's just really difficult in our culture today. So, so we have child safety protection rules in place. We do background checks. These, these are men of faith who sign a statement of faith. They have reference letters from, from ministers. So we do everything we can to create a, Plus, they understand the rules. They are not to be alone with that boy. So in this group setting where you have men who are watching out for each other and watching out for, for, for the boys in that setting, that boy gets all the benefits of a, of a male mentor and a man who cares about him is keeping an eye on him without all the frustrations of trying to make it work in a culture that, uh, that, that, that doesn't make that easy. Uh, that's so great. And, you know, the statistics say that uh, 85% of youth in prisons grew up in fatherless homes. Um, 80% of rapists motivated with displaced anger come from fatherless homes. I mean, there's so many studies out there about the issue of fatherlessness. And um, even with the, the issue of, you know, them being not sure whether they are a boy, you know, they, they mm -hmm. try to decide what they want to be, the, the masculinity issues going on. And um, can you speak to that about fatherlessness? How, how does your organization help with that? I know we've covered that a little bit, but how can you, yeah. um, what do you guys talk about in your organization for that? Oh, I love that question. Well, we, we've identified a four-part proven process that raise, raising godly boys. Um, in fact, you can get the book for free now at our website at trailfusa.com, Raising Godly Boys, and talks about a four-step proven process that we guarantee our troops that those boys will be turned into godly men. Now, that's kind of a crazy guarantee to make, but we are so confident in this process. And here's what we know about boys. They're largely unguided. 
because they don't have a lot of male, male mentors or male leaders to look up to. They're ungrounded because we've taken away the principles, the moral values and the foundational truths. You know, 68% of, of families in America no longer believe the Bible is the foundation for truth. Uh, that's, that's a rough environment for boys to be raised in. They're unappreciated because we don't recognize that boys and girls are different and that they have their own set of strengths that needs to be appealed to. And the final thing, they're uninspired. We've largely taken risk and competition out of boys' lives, and we've driven them to video games where they have risk and competition, and then we criticize them for playing so many video games. So we restore those things. We guide boys with male mentorship. We ground them because our, our whole program is built on the Word of God. We appreciate them because we recognize that they need to be in the outdoors and they need to be boys and recognize that boys. And we inspire them with awards and, and challenges that, that speak to the heart of a boy and let him. And so those, those are, those are important things. If you download that book, it, it, it walks you through uh, those four things. You know, so those four things are, they're, they're really uh, important. I mean, to trying to teach them how to be a man, a godly man. Uh, can you speak to some of the stories you've seen of, of young men that have gone through your program that have, we're growing up fathers. Do you have any stories like that that you could share with our audience? Oh, there, there's so many of them. Let me, let me pick one is a, a boy from North Carolina, um, a family that suddenly had the t father taken out of the family, horrible, horrible circumstances. He was removed from the home. And here's this single mom who's homeschooling these five kids suddenly left with four boys and a girl on her own. Trail Life Troop heard about it and stepped in and said, we want to help with their boys. And they and somebody paid their entry, their their fee, which is just about $30 a year. And somebody else uh, bought uniforms for the boys to help them get started, start up. And then the 15-year-old was the oldest. And one of the first things they did was go on a 50-mile hike, <laughs> backpacking hike. And uh, so he told his mom, he said, it was like three or four days. He told his mom on the first day, I thought I was going to die. I thought my legs were just going to fall off. And I got up the next morning and I was sore and I was miserable. And, and so we hiked the next day and it was even harder than the first. I couldn't believe every step was just a struggle. And the next day I, I just dragged myself up and I couldn't believe how heavy my pack was feeling. And then the next day I saw the peak and the next day I stood on it and I realized that I could do hard things. And I mean, to a single mom, she wrote me a letter saying that was like pure gold for me because we're really doing hard things at home. And that sense that he had of, of being able to take on something challenging and accomplish it uh, just bled over into every other area of his life. And so that was, a, that was a powerful thing for her as a single mom. She so appreciated her son having that kind of experience that she never could have given him, you know, and, uh, and that he was able to do it in a male-centric environment. Uh, encouraged, spurred on, challenged by the men and the boys in his troop. That that reminds me of when I was in high school. I went on an 88 mile backpacking canoeing trip. I think it was like 88 miles, and wow. it looked so daunting. We went to Canada, uh, this lake, and we went backpacking. We carried the canoes on the portages with our backpack. And I it, like you were talking about this, like that kid, you know, going through that that trip. How am I how am I going to overcome this? How am I going to go on this? I forget eight mile portage, which is when you carry the canoe above your head and your backpack on your back, how am I going to do this? And you get through that and it teaches, teaches you confidence, you know, it teaches you that yeah. I can, I can do this. If I can do this and I can do other things. And so th that's such an encouraging story because as a fatherless individual, you so often feel like you're inferior to others. You feel, mm -hmm. um, 
you lack a self-confidence that a lot of times that men have that they when they had a dad that taught them to be confident. And so it helps build that that character in them. So I, I love trail life. I love what you guys are doing uh, with all of that there. Now, going to the issue of fodlessness, what are some things that, that you have seen as a ministry leader, as a um, just a leader in our country, uh, Christian leader? What would you say about the issue of fodlessness? What, what do you see going on around you? Yeah, well, it's it's. I mean, it's really uh, it's a huge issue, and I wish we paid more attention to it. And I remember back in the day when Dan Quayle made the statement that homes are better off with a two parent household, and he was just made to be a laughing stock. And and here we are, you know, almost a generation later, seeing the effects of that. And, you know, especially on boys, because typically the homes end up being without fathers, and boys are now twice as likely to be in special education, three times more likely to have ADHD. They've fallen behind girls in every single academic category. One category they're leading in, Sean, this breaks my heart, is suicides from the age of 10 to 14. They're that's the fastest growing demographic and boys are struggling. They're kind of like the canaries in the coal mine and they're being affected by, by a culture that is ignoring this, this fatherlessness and the effect on generations. Like I said, boys without uh, uh, godly leadership as a model are lost. You know, what does it mean to be a man? I mean, when you, when you have a Supreme court justice nominee who doesn't, who can't define a woman, imagine the struggle boys are having because they don't have these examples of, of men leading in their lives. And so where do they fit? It's no wonder they're confused about gender issues and those sorts of things, because no one is showing them clearly what it means to be a man. At best, we're, we're, we're elevating and highlighting um, sports stars or movie stars whose lifestyles are just not uh, achievable by a boy in terms of the wealth by every boy. And not only that, it's not a lifestyle you want for your kids. So it's really tragic what it is that they're seeing uh, in the whole concept of, of toxic masculinity and how that's affected our ability to call boys up to something grander, um, because it's like something, you know, it's not, it's like there's something wrong with being a man or something wrong with being masculine. And it's really, it's really a difficult time uh, for boys, this lack of fathers and, and, and leaders in their lives, examples for them to follow after. Has your organization received any backlash uh, for taking such a strong stance in, in manhood? Are you, have you, um, not anything that we pay attention to. Um, you know, I, you know, we know we're doing the right thing. <laughs> um, so uh, certainly there's people who, who take offense at helping a boy. I don't understand that. But um, we know that we have uh, a proven process for helping boys, and we just stay focused on that. You're going to have detractors no matter what it is that you try to do, but there's no question we're doing the right thing. So we're really not distracted by that. Now, how are you set apart from an organization like Boy Scouts of America? What would you people do? People ask that question a lot. Like, what's what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I was at a homeschool convention recently, and I had a homeschool mom ask me, she says, I've got a trail life troop. Uh, 30 minutes away and I've got a Boy Scout troop five minutes away. Tell me why I should go to that extra effort. And uh, so I, I, you know, I said, well, um, you already are doing the hard thing. Wouldn't it be a lot easier just put your kid on a bus and go to school and then you can have the day to do whatever it is that you want to do. You're already doing the hard thing because it matters to you. And uh, the two things that distinguish us, two of the things that distinguish us is that we're Christ-centered, we're unapologetically Christian, and we are boy-focused. We believe that boys and girls are different. And if those two things matter to you, 
then there's really not a question you don't you you don't have a choice if they don't matter to you ah, go to the one that's closer to your house but in terms of uh the adventure experience character growth those sorts of things uh, you can't beat the bible um so that's that's our foundation and uh it's not for for boy scouts unfortunately they've kind of lost their way now what about a pastor just speaking to a pastor we're about six minutes left but speaking to a pastor that's thinking about starting something like this um they're kind of on the fence about it what would you say to somebody like that yeah um it's a great opportunity for engaging your men you know so many pastors say how do we get men involved in ministry and the best thing you can do is 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 ask him if he can help in the parking lot or something on sunday morning um i think men really want to be engaged in something bigger than they are and they love to be drawn into a brotherhood and there's so few places for men to gather and so if you want to see your men inspired start a trail life troop and call them up to leadership in a trail life troop now they're leading they're affecting the next generation they're engaged in ministry they're growing in their own spiritual life because they've got to be prepared their life before these boys and so it draws men up also the church growth is amazing you can invite a boy to sunday school for forever uh, and he may or may not come but to invite him to hey this weekend we're going whitewater rafting or hiking or camping or, or something like that that boy from that neighborhood is going to show up at that troop for that outdoor adventure and so many times we have that unchurched boy joins the troop and then the unchurched family joins the church it's over and over again churches are seeing growth uh, through the ministry of trail life usa it takes five adult leaders um, it is a ministry of the church it's owned by the church you run it so you you have uh, your your influence whatever you're teaching in your church whatever bible translation you use whatever uh faith traditions you have those are the ones that that, that come out in the in, in in the troop so great way to engage men in leadership great way to grow the church some churches have replaced their youth program with with trail life there's a girl program called american heritage girls which is sort of our sister program and they meet both of those groups uh, on the same night and the whole family comes and the boys and dads go over here and the girls and moms go over here and, and they run these great programs and they've replaced their, their midweek service with, with trail life and, and American heritage girls, which I think is an amazing idea. Cause if you're, if you have to beg your people to come to your Bible study on Wednesday night, they're excited about coming to trail life and HG because they're active. They're not sitting there listening to somebody talk again. They're engaged in ministry instead of just learning more about, it. you know, I, I, I like to say sometimes that, you know, we're educated beyond our obedience and what trail life gives uh, men the opportunity to do is take their education and turn it into action and displaying scripture in real life rather than just uh, talking about it. So it's a great opportunity for spiritual growth of a church, physical growth of a church. Now, Mark, as we're about to close, I want to ask you this. Would you just speak to a fatherless boy? If you had a chance to speak to him for just a few minutes, what would you say to him to encourage him about, you know, God is his heavenly father, but him overcoming this journey of fatherlessness? Wow. Yeah, that's a powerful, powerful conversation to have. And and my gosh, I would invite, I, 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 would, I would love to have that conversation one-on-one -on -one with thousands of boys if I could to let them know how loved they are and that God is their heavenly father. And as strange as that word is to him, uh, you know, there is such a thing as, as a father that cares, cares for you and, and, and is, is attentive to your life, paying attention to you, understands you, wants, wants to be closer to you. And if you can find godly men, what those godly men are doing is showing you what God can look like. 
you know, one of the most powerful things is that, you know, if you take the spirit of God and a man says, God, I give you my flesh. And God says, I give you my spirit. That's what you have in a Christian. And so I would encourage you, young man, to find godly men that you can spend time with and look to them. And, and you'll begin to get a picture of what a heavenly father looks like because you are so loved. You're not alone. You're cared for. And I would so want you to have uh, the beginnings of a, of a picture of what a, what a heavenly father looks like. And you'll find that in a godly man. That's so good. And thank you for sharing that with them. Now, as we wrap up, just tell us where to find you. I know you've already shared a little bit, but anywhere yeah. to find you on social media, find your website, things like that. Sure. Yeah. Traillifeusa.com. Traillifeusa.com. Two L's in the middle. And like I said earlier, find the Get Connected tab and it'll show you where all the troops are in your area. We have a thousand troops across the country, all 50 states. Uh, we don't have uh, one in every city, <laughs> but uh, but we're getting there. We have a 10-year goal of, of having one within 30 minutes of, of 90% of the boys in the country. So watch us grow. If you don't have a troop nearby, uh, you can you can click on start a troop under get connected, and it'll show you how you can take five people from your church. It doesn't take any boys. This is a crazy thing. All we need is five leaders. The boys will show up. And it's remarkable. Some people that come to us and say, well, we think we're going to start with about 20 boys. By the time they launch, they'll have 40, 50 boys showing up in their program. And that's just the way it happens over in Oregon. Moms and dads are understanding that their boys need a place to go. And boys are looking for opportunities for, for, for adventure. Boys come for the adventure. Parents and the leadership opportunities and the character growth. And, uh, and we deliver on all those things. Okay, sounds so great. Thank you so much, Mark, for being on with us today. We really appreciate it. Sean, thank you. God bless. To learn more about how you can get involved in fatherless family ministry, visit lifefactors.org where you can find some free resources. You can find our books that we have. You can find some, even the program that we have to help you start a single mom ministry within your ministry or within your church. We can all work together to lead fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father.